0: Praise the Lord. Welcome, in everyone, to another edition of Soar of Seeds Podcast. I'm your host, Ted Johnson, and as always, uh, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our kind and gracious, loving Heavenly Father God, I thank you, Lord, for this another privilege, dear God, to be used of you. God, I just pray now, Lord, that you would just bless this podcast, dear God, Lord, that you would just use it, dear God, to... Uh, uplift you dear God and to help people to get closer to you dear God and to learn more of you Lord I pray God that you just move in a great and a mighty way dear God and just bless the people dear Lord and help them God just give me the words dear God that you would have me to speak dear Lord and just just, Lord just open my mind and touch my lips dear God Lord that I may speak them and Lord I love you and I praise you and I thank you for everything In Jesus' wonderful name we pray. Amen. Uh, We're going to be in uh, uh, Numbers, still Numbers chapter 22. And if we remember the last time, uh, uh, Balak sent for Balaam, and he wanted him to come and to curse uh, the Israelites. Uh, so that they they could overtake them and and do away with them and defeat them in battle and destroy them, and uh, Balaam told him, he said, uh, you know, it doesn't matter what you give me, how much you give me, it doesn't matter. In the end, I'm going to do what the Lord tells me to do. And then he uh, he he sent them back, and they. And Balak sent some more, sent some more princes and some more money and whatever, gifts. And he went in and he asked the Lord, you know, what the Lord wanted him to do. And the Lord told him if the men came for him the next morning, for him to go with them. Well, men didn't come for him, but Balak got up, or Balaam got up and he saddled his ass and he uh, went toward where the children of Israel were at. And on the way, there was a angel stood in the way, and a donkey, his ass seen it, and he kept dodging it three, three different times, and each time, Balaam uh, smote the, the ass, and finally the Lord loosed the donkey's uh, mouth, and he spoke to Balaam, and asked him why that he had smote him these three times, and... Then, Balaam's eyes was opened, and he saw the man of God, the angel, and he bowed his head, and then he fell on his face, and he he told him, he said, "I've sinned," and he said, "If it uh, displeases you, I will I will turn back, I will go back to my home, I uh, will forget all this, and and I won't be doing this." But he said, "No," he said, "I want you to go on, but just remember what." Uh, The Lord tells you is what you're going to say, no matter what it is. So now uh, we're in, well, we're going to start verse 31. It says, Then the Lord opened the eyes of Balaam, and he saw the angel of the Lord standing in the way, and his sword drawn in his hand, and he bowed down his head and fell flat on his face. And the angel of the Lord said unto him, Wherefore hast thou smitten thine ass these three times? Behold, I went out to withstand thee, because thy way is perverse before me. And the ass saw me, and turned from me these three times. Unless she had turned from me, surely now also I had slain thee, and saved her alive. And Balaam said unto the angel of the Lord, I have sinned, for I I knew not that thou stoodest in the way against me. Now therefore, if it displeases thee, I will get me back again. So he told me, he told me, said, I'm sorry, uh, I've sinned, I've done wrong, uh, if it dis, if it displeases you, I, w- I will go back. Uh, and, but you know, uh, like I said the last time, some of the, the, uh, the other things I read on this, on this chapter, says that uh, Balaam was, was mainly out for the money. Uh, maybe he was. Maybe he was out for the fame. I don't know. I think he was more out uh, for curiosity because he had heard of these people, and then uh, Balak Baylock sent his his sent some people to him, and then he sent some priests to him, which is a little bit more up up the ladder. And his curiosity was aroused, and I think maybe he did go for the money but i think he went more for curiosity than anything you know you know how we get sometimes uh, the lord tells us not to do something but you know the, sometimes curiosity gets the best of us and and we do it anyway not for the reasons that we had intended to do or not for the reasons that showed up it's just for the simple fact that we're curious we just want to see what's going on Now, And uh, I believe that's where uh, Balaam was at. Uh, But he wasn't supposed to go, and he got in trouble on the way. And more than once, he got in trouble with his ass that he was riding, and he also got in trouble with the Lord. But the angel of the Lord said unto Balaam, Go with the men, but only the word that I shall speak unto thee that thou shalt speak. So Balaam went with the princes of Balak. He said, go, go on. But just remember, you don't speak nothing more than what I tell you to say. I I don't care how much money you're going to get. I don't care how much fame you're going to get. I don't care about all these things. You're going to do just exactly what I'm going to tell you to do. Let me tell you something. That's the way it is today we are going to do just exactly what the Lord tells us to do the way that he wants us to do it or we are not in his will it doesn't matter what you think about it it doesn't matter how many different ways you think is better it doesn't matter that you think well I I shouldn't be doing that because I don't know nothing about it I should be doing this because I know nothing I know something about it when the Lord had called you to do the thing that you really don't know anything about but that's where you need to be. Is you need to be doing that thing that the Lord has called you to do, whether or not you know how to do it or not. That's not that's not the point. The point is, the Lord said for you to do it, and if you don't do it, you are rejecting God, you are disobeying God, and that is a sin. I don't care what you think. <clears throat> I don't care how much you think, well, it, it I, it's a better thing for me to do this because I know how to do it. Why do you think the Lord called you to do the thing that you don't know how to do? Because He can teach you the way that He wants you to do this thing. If He lets you do the thing that you know how to do, you're going to keep getting in His way and keep telling Him a better way to do it, and this is how it's supposed to be done. And that's not what the Lord wants. So the Lord is going to call you to do something that you have never done before. As my pastor's always saying, if you want to get something from God, do something that you ain't never done. Get out of your comfort zone. Get out of that place to where that you' you're feeling real good and you're, you're comfortable with the way things are going and life is really good and you're really happy and everything. Get out of that place. Go to that place where that you you're going to do something you've never done before uh, and there's things going on that you ain't never seen before. Go to that place and let the Lord use you there. And I tell you what, you will get a blessing out of it. Uh, every time that I have been to that position the where that God wants me to go somewhere where I have never been to do something that I have never done, he always blesses me in a great and a mighty way. And Balaam, he, he started this out on his own. The Lord actually told him not to go, and he went anyway. And he started out on his own. Now the Lord's telling him to go on, but but I want you to say just exactly what I tell you to say and nothing else. So Balak went on. Balaam went on. And when Balak heard that Balaam was come, he went out to meet him unto the city of Moab, which is in the border of Arnon, which is in the utmost coast. And Balak said unto Balaam, Did I not earnestly send unto thee to call thee? Wherefore camest thou not unto me? Am I not able indeed to promote thee to honor? And Balaam said unto Balaam, Lo, I am coming to thee. Have I now any power at all to say anything? The word of the Lord that God put in my mouth, that will I speak. He said, I'm here, but you probably ain't going to like it. Because exactly what God tells me to say, that's what I'm going to say and nothing else. So you're, you're not going to like me being here, but here I am. Now, let's get this show on the road. And Balaam went with Balak and they came in unto some place. Sorry, I cannot pronounce that. Kerjas, Hezroth and Balak offered oxen and sheep and sent to Balaam and to the princes that were with him. And it came to pass on the morrow that Balak took Balaam and brought him up in, into the high place of Baal that thence he might see the uttermost part of the people. Now then, he, he sent him all this stuff and he he got him on the next day, and he took him up to the high place, the high place of the Baal. This Baal was one of those gods that uh, a lot of the people in that uh, vicinity worshipped. And this was the god that uh, Balak worshipped. And he had sent, because he, sent for Balaam because he had heard that he was uh, a great in the arts of divination and soothsaying. And uh, he had heard that the the people, the things that he had cursed were cursed, and the things that he had blessed were blessed. and he needed him to come and to curse these people. what he didn't understand was is the Lord was moving through Balaam to curse these people, this people or things or whatever it was, and he was he was working through Balaam to bless and he he tried to tell. But like he said, listen, I can only do and only say what God will have me to say. Whether it be a blessing or whether it be a curse, it's going to be up to God. And I'm going going to rely on him and I'm going to tell you just exactly what he tells me to tell you. I don't care how much you can promote me to whatever. It doesn't matter. First off, I'm going to trust God and I'm going to obey God. That's the way we should be no matter what comes against us, no matter who comes against us, we ought to stand for God first, and then if uh, things are right and everything, we can stand with man, but we stand with God first. We put our trust in Him, and Him alone, because everything else, man and everything else in, in this world, is, is going to uh, be done away with one way or the other. Man is either going to heaven or hell and the world and everything in it is going to be completely destroyed by fire. So the only thing that's really going to be left when it's all said and done is God and uh, Jesus Christ and heaven and, and the heavenly things. That's all that's going to be left. Satan and all his little demons and all his kingdoms going to be destroyed. So there you have it. So put your trust, all your trust, all your faith, put out. As the old saying is, "Get all your eggs and put them in one basket." And that basket is God, and and uh, depend upon Him, and and uh, follow Jesus, and learn from Jesus, and do what the Lord has you to do. You will be in good shape. And even Balak, he 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 was into some unholy things, but when he came right down to it. He trusted in God, and he followed God, and God came first in his life, so that's where he was at. And Balaam said to Balak, Build me here seven altars, and prepare me prepare me here seven oxen and seven rams. And Balak, Balak did as Balaam had spoken, and Balak and Balaam offered on every altar a bullock and a ram. And Balaam said to Balak, stand by the burnt, thy burnt offering, and I will go. Pre-adventure the Lord will come to meet me, and whatsoever he showeth me, I will tell thee. And he went to a high place. He went away, he got away from everybody. You know, this is that one thing that is so so very good to do every once in a while just get away from everybody just go into your closet or into that place where you can be by yourself and just uh, pray and meditate on the Lord and study your Bible and he he was wanting something from the Lord so he went to this place where he was by himself you know anytime we need something from the Lord get off by yourself and away from everybody and that way we can, we, all of our thoughts and, our, and uh, everything is upon the Lord and not everything else. And God met Balaam, and he said unto him, I have prepared seven altars, and I have offered upon every altar a bullock and a ram. This is Balaam talking to God. And the Lord put a wor- word in Balaam's mouth and said, Return unto Balak, and thus shalt thou say, Speak, And he returned unto him, and lo, he stood by his burnt sacrifice, he and the princes of Moab. And he took up his parable and said, Balak, king of Moab, hath brought me from Aram out of the mountains of the east, saying, Come, curse me, Jacob, and come, defy Israel. How shall I curse whom God hath not cursed? Or how shall I defy whom the Lord hath not defied for from the top of the rocks, I see him, and from the hills I behold him, lo, the people shall dwell alone and shall not be reckoned among the nations. He's telling he said, these people are a a standalone people they 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 are not to be uh with everybody else, They're not to mingle in with everybody else, they're a standalone people. They're going to be by themselves, they're going to dwell alone, and they shall be reckoned among nations. In other words, everybody's going to know who the nation of Israel is. Everybody's going to know that the nation of Israel is blessed by God and protected by God, and everybody's going to know just exactly who they are. And they're 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 not one of the people that is going to interact with everybody else they're going to keep to themselves. And, and, and then let me find out where I was at. Next. Whom can count the dust of Jacob and the number of the fourth part of Israel. Let me die the death of the righteous and let my last end be like his. And Balak said unto Balaam, What hast thou done unto me? I took thee to curse mine enemies, and behold thou hast blessed them all together. And he answered and said, Must I, must I not take heed to speak that which the Lord hath put in my mouth? And he, he said, Wait a minute, wait a minute. said, Wait a minute. I brought you here to curse these people, and, and and you, here you are you're speaking blessings on these people you're telling me about how these people are, are, are they're protected by God I can't do nothing to them I need you to curse them I need you to, to have God to do something to them so where I can overtake them for before they overtake me Balaam said I told you I can only speak exactly what the Lord gives me and nothing more and that's all I'm going to speak. He said, all right. And Balak said unto him, Come, I pray thee, with me unto another place, from whence thou mayest see them. Thou shalt see, but thou the utmost part of them, and shalt not see them all. And curse me them from thence. He <laughs> said, all right, you didn't see all of them. You, you didn't see everything's going on. You didn't see everything going on. Come on with me. I'm going to take you to a, a better place where you can see better. And that way you know just exactly what's going on. <laughs> Little did Balak know that Balaam knew just exactly what was going on. And there was no way in this world that he was going to curse uh, Israel just because Balak wanted him to. Because God had told him that these, these people are my people. They are a, a, uh, a peculiar people. They are a standalone people. These are my people. And there's no way that you are ever going to... Even, even if Balaam tried to curse these people, God would not allow it to happen. He would just be speaking words with no power behind it. And he would have gotten in trouble because God would have done something to him for disobeying him yet again so, yeah, he's going to do just exactly what the Lord does, tells him to do and tells him to say. And he brought him into the field of Zophon, to the top of Pigscah, and built seven altars, and offered a bullock and a ram on every altar. And he said unto Balak, Stand here by thy burnt offering, while I meet the Lord yonder. And the Lord met Balaam and put a word in his mouth and said, Go again unto Balak and say thus. And when he came to him, behold, he stood by his burnt offering and the princes of Moab with him. And Balak said unto him, What hath the Lord spoken? And he took up his parable and said, Rise up, Balak, and hear. Hearken unto me, thou son of Zippor." God is not man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. Hath he said, and shall he not do it? Or hath he spoken, and shall not make it good? Behold, I have received command, commandment to bless, and he hath blessed, and I cannot reverse it. He hath not beheld iniquity in Jacob, neither hath he seen perverseness in Israel. The Lord is God, the Lord his God, is with him, and the shout of a king is among them. God brought them out of Egypt. He hath as it were the strength of a unicorn. Surely there is no enchantment against Jacob, neither is there any divination against Israel. According to this time, it shall be said of Jacob and of Israel, What hath God wrought? Behold, the people shall rise up as a great lion, and lift up himself as a young lion. He shall not lie down until he eat of the prey and drink the blood of the slain. And Balak said unto Balaam, Neither curse him at all, nor bless him at all. And Balaam answered and said unto Balak. Told not I thee, saying, All that the Lord speaketh, that I must do. All that the Lord speaketh, that I must do. Wish we all, as children of God, were were in that frame of mind, the frame of mind of where that we. It doesn't matter what the Lord tells us to do. We just automatically do it without questioning, without arguing, without uh, putting our two cents worth in and telling Lord there's a better way to do that. We all, as children of God, should be that bold as to say, yes, Lord, I will. I'm going to need your help, but yes, Lord, I will. You know, that's... That's the way we all should be, and and you know that's the one thing that we can thank uh, Balaam for is he he went even though he wasn't really supposed to, and but the Lord blessed him and the Lord gave him words to say and he didn't he didn't deviate from them, and he said it doesn't matter how much uh, deviation you do, uh, how much uh, cursing you do, how much. Uh, uh, all this stuff you do, God is going to bless Israel and there ain't a thing you can do about it. So you just might as well just, just go ahead and accept it. And you might as well accept it while you're accepting things that God is going to uh, deliver every everybody, every nation... Every person, he's going to deliver each and every one of them into the Israel's hands. And it doesn't matter how strong you are, how much of a stronghold you've got, how much, um, how uh, big of an army you've got, it doesn't matter because when God is in control and he says that everything's going to fall, everything will fall. Children of God, when he tells us if we. Uh, do not follow him and we do not do his will that we are, uh, we are not going to make it to heaven trust him we're not going to make it to heaven we have got a job to do and we have got to follow Jesus and we have got to do his will or we're not going to make it off this earth and when we do make it into heaven we're going to be at the great white throne judgment and then from there we're going to the lake of fire so you know, listen. We need we need to, and especially in this time that is uh, right now, and everything that is going on the the election and and the aftermath of the election. That's that's what worries me more than anything. The election doesn't worry me too much. It's what's going to happen after the election and and whoever gets elected. Uh, you know, there's there's going to be uh, some drawbacks to that so you know we're going to have to watch out for those things but we know the thing about it is as long as we stand fast in the Lord and we, and we trust in Him and we have faith in Him we have nothing to fear you know the Lord will protect us just as He has protecting Israel He, he told Balak He said you know there's nobody going to be able to do anything to Israel. They are going to be a mighty nation. They are going to come out on top, and there's nothing nobody can do. So, the, you know, Balak, he might as well give up and and give up and just go ahead and, and give himself over to Israel because there's going to be a war anyway, and Israel's going to, Israel's going to take care of it, and, and uh, they're going to come out victorious. Because God is on their side, they're trusting God, they're following God, and they're looking to Him. Yeah, they've they've had their, their quarrels, they've had their complainings, and and they got chastised. And uh, you know, we we go through this as children of God just about every day, to the point to where that it, it you know it looks like at some point in time we we actually realize that you know. We when God says, "Do something, do it, and don't argue about it. just go ahead and do it and If things are not going your way, seek God and find out what that He wants you to do so that you can get through these things and not complain about being in them and remember all the good things of the Lord and remember what happens when you come out of those hard times and and remember what you do to get out of those hard times but we we have, just like the children of Israel, we, we have a tendency to forget all that stuff. We remember all the good times. You know, we remember what it was like when we come out, but we don't remember what we done while we was in there because most of the time when we was in that trouble and trials and in those hard times and everything, most of the time all we did was complain. So, you know, we, we, need, to, we need to check ourselves we need to do a daily spiritual checkup on ourselves and find out just exactly where we're standing with God and find out how that we can get closer to the Lord and how that we can and move closer to Him and, and to do the will and do the things that He wants us to do. That's what we need to do every day is find out just exactly... Lord, what is it that I can do today to help me get closer to you and to help someone else, to show someone else the light, to show someone else the way to heaven? That's what I need to do every day. Take inventory. Find out just exactly what it is that I need to do to help you to get to heaven. Find out what you need to do to help someone else get to heaven or get through those troubles and those trials that they're going through. Don't forget what it's like when you get in those troubles and trials because you're gonna come up against somebody someday that's going through about the same thing that you did at one time, so this is where that you could say, Hey, let me let me tell you what happened to me. Experience is the best teacher. And when you get somebody that's been there, then People have a tendency to to listen to you because you know just exactly what it's like when you've been there. Yeah, they're not all exactly the same, but they're real close. All the results when we come out of them are typically about the same. But you know, the thing about it is, is we're not going through this alone. No matter how, how much it feels like we're going through this alone, we're not. We're not going through this alone because Jesus is right there beside us. He's going through this with us because he is walking with us. Chapter 24. And when Balaam saw that it pleased the Lord to bless Israel, he went not, as at other times, to seek for enchantments, but he set his face toward the wilderness. And Balaam lifted up his eyes, and he saw Israel, abiding in his tents according to their tribes, and the Spirit of God came upon him. And he took up his parable and said, Balaam the son of Beor hath said, and the man whose eyes are open hath said, He hath said, which heard the words of God, which saw the vision of the Almighty falling into a trance but having his eyes open. How goodly, Are thy tents, O Jacob, and thy tabernacles, O Israel? As the valleys are, they spread forth as gardens by the riverside, as the trees of aloes which the Lord hath planted, and as the cedar trees beside the waters. He shall pour the water out of his bucket, and his seed shall be in many waters, and his king shall be higher than Agag, and his kingdom shall be exalted. <laughs> he he's really pointed on Balak now. He he's telling he's telling Balak that said Israel is is, is going to be a, this great and mighty nation. their their, their kingdom is going to be greater than everybody else. Their king is going to be uh, greater and higher than everybody else. They're going to be. They're gonna be like nobody has ever seen before. These this children of Israel. They're, God is gonna bless them so much and so greatly, and they are going to be so great that it it just really just boggles the mind. And he he kept on, and you know you know, Balak, like he 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 was probably uh, back there. Uh, getting antsy and bouncing around he won't get out of there because he done heard all he wanted to hear and, and it was time for him to get out of there but he had one more thing that he wanted to say to Balaam God brought him forth out of Egypt he hath as it were the strength of a unicorn he shall eat up the nations as enemies and shall break their bones and pierce them through with his arrows he crouched he lay down as a lion As a great lion, who shall stir him up? Blessed is he that blessed thee, and cursed is he that cursed thee. And Balak's anger was kindled against Balaam, and he smote his hands together, and Balak said unto Balaam, I call thee to curse mine enemies, and behold, thou hast altogether blessed them these three times. Therefore now flee thou to thy place, I thought to promote thee into a great honor, but lo, the Lord hath kept thee back from honor. And Balaam said unto Balak, Spake I not also to my messengers, which thou sendest unto me, saying, If Balak would give me his house full of silver and gold, I cannot go beyond the commandment of the Lord to do either good or bad of mine own mind, but what the Lord saith, that will I speak. If, if Balak would give me his house full of silver and gold, I cannot go beyond the commandment of the Lord. Oh, let me, now, now that's, that one I there's going to preach for a while. We are, we are, as I, I'm talking about, I'm talking to us, children of God, I'm talking to us. I'm not talking to the sinner people, I'm talking to, to the saved that's on their way to heaven right now. What, that is our one biggest uh, stumbling block or roadblock between us and God is money. We, as children of God, we would rather work on Sunday and than to go to church. We would rather... Uh, figure out some way to make money and then to tell somebody about the Lord. We are too busy making money and trying to make a name for ourselves to even sit down and take some time to study God's Word. We're saying God will understand because I have to uh, supply for my household. Baloney. Let me tell you something. When, that, when the Bible says somebody's talking about uh, taking care of the household that doesn't always mean just money that doesn't uh, that means taking care of them that means protecting them that means to show them the right way to go teach them the way of the Lord teach them the, the way the path to be on and teach them what they need to do take them to church every time the church doors is open pray with them every day Study the Bible with them every day, and how many of us parents today is doing that or has done that with our children? We are too busy trying to say that you know I have to I have to work, I have to provide for my family. That's fine, providing money, providing the things that they need, providing food that's that's one of our things that we need to do, but we need to also provide them. With the Lord, we also need to provide them with with a uh, a way to go, and, and we don't need to send them to church. We need to take them to church, and we don't need to tell them that they need to to pray and study their Bible. We need to do that with them to show them just exactly how it's done. We are gotten so far away from the God, and have gotten too uh, so close to other gods that we have no time for the God and we are wondering why it is that we are in so much trouble and why this world is in the shape it is in. Go figure. We ain't got time for Jesus, but yet we, we expect him to work on everything and anything that goes wrong in this world at any time. He's supposed to fix it before it ever happens and we can't understand why he don't. If my people, Christians, which are called by my name, Christians, will humble themselves and call upon the Lord and, return, and uh, turn from their wicked ways, then they will hear from heaven and I will heal their land. My people, Christians, if you will turn from your wicked ways, humble yourselves, Turn your heart and life back over to god and and let him lead and direct your life and lead you in the way that He would have you to go, and not worry about everything of this world. trust in Him, trust Him, have all your faith in Him. Don't worry about the world. don't worry about that money that you're that almighty dollar that you're chasing. Don't worry about that that bigger house that you're you're working for. Don't worry about. That brand new car that you're working for. Worry about your soul. Worry about the soul of your your family. Worry about the soul of your neighbors. Worry about everybody else except trying to make something for yourself. I don't care what kind of a title you put on it Brothers and sisters, when it gets right down to it, the only reason that you are getting working so much and and spending so much time making so much money is because it makes you feel good. And it's for you. It's not your family. It's not nobody else. It's you. That's all you're doing it for. It's for me. I got better things to do with my time. Listen. If you can't trust God in the little things, you're not going to be able to trust God in the big things. And if you can't trust Him with salvation and you can't trust Him with, with uh, meeting your needs and you can't trust Him with that, you're not going to be able to trust Him with anything else. And it's getting to the point right now where it is getting very serious and time is getting short. I know you've heard it all your life, so I, I don't want to hear that. It's getting closer. Read your Bibles. Come on, Christians, read your Bibles. Find out just exactly where this world is and where the end of time is. It's really, really, really close. Now then, where are you going to be when, when the Lord splits the eastern skies? Are you going up to meet him or are you going to be left? Are you going to be chasing that almighty dollar or are you going to be looking up for him? Are you going to be chasing that brand new car or are you going to be looking to him? Are you going to be chasing that bigger house or are you going to be looking to him? Come on. It's time that we get serious. Look up for your redemption, nigh. Look up. Don't be looking at at everything of this world. Look up. That's That's where Balaam was looking. Balak was looking to everything of this world. He was looking at all the different gods of this world. He was looking at his army. He was looking at all his people. And, and here come this group of people in that was about to upset his apple cart, and he got nervous, so he had to try to figure out some way to get these people cursed so that he could overtake them and that he could uh, defeat them so that way that his little apple cart would be fine, his kingdom would be fine and still be good and strong and everything. But it's not going to happen. See, he he was following after man and after the things of this world, and he wasn't following after God. Whereas the children of Israel, yes, they 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 slipped up, they fell, they they made mistakes, but yet the biggest part of the time they was following God and doing God's will. When the when the, the cloud came off the tabernacle, they moved. When the cloud stood still, they set up camp every time some of us won't even get up and move when the Lord tells us to I don't I don't care if it's moved from one side of the house to the other if God told the biggest part of the Christians today to move from one end of the couch to the other half of us are better or better wouldn't even get up and move but then we wonder why the Lord is not working in our lives because we don't trust Him. We don't have time for Him. we uh, we are got better things to do than to go to church and listen to some songs and listen to a preacher preach or a teacher teach Sunday school. we got better things to do. We can be out making money. We can be out uh, making money so we can provide for our family. I, you know, I... I can't. I, I come from a family that that would never was rich. We always had everything we needed. We was never rich. Uh, there was some uh, some very lean times in there, and it's it's basically been that way most of my life. But you know the thing about it is is I figured out that I don't really need all these millions of dollars or hundreds thousands of dollars and big fine homes or anything like that. I don't need them. What what? You know, I know people, and I've got family that goes out and, and trades cars just every once in a while, maybe every two or three years, or maybe every year. Why? Uh, you know, I bought I bought myself a used truck. It's paid off. I I don't owe nothing on it. If something happens to it, I can afford to get it fixed, and it runs just as good as any brand new one. So you know. This is just a thing that has been instilled with us since we were small. To go to school, to get an education, to get a good paying job, make lots of money, have a big house, find cars and lots of kids and, and pay people to take care of your kids so you can go to work and make money. You know, I always spent time. I had to work and I work more than I want to, especially right now I work more than I want to but that's fine. But, you know, my kids always had a father around when they needed them, and, and my wife, you know, I was around quite a bit, but sometimes I, I was doing things around the house. I had a garage at my house I worked in sometimes. But, you know, the, I was always there if I was needed. I wasn't off somewhere else doing something else while somebody that uh, I got out of a uh, off of an ad somewhere to come and to raise my kids for me because I don't have time to. Money's not that important, people. It really ain't. Because there's going to come a time, and it's, it's not very very far off, that your money's not going to be worth nothing. Your money is not going to be worth nothing. And you're going to be standing around just as poor as everybody else is wondering what happened. But God is in control of everything. And as long as we put our faith in him and put our trust in him, everything's going to work out for us. But we have to turn it all over to him. We, didn't, we can't just give him just a little bit. We need to turn it all over to him and say, here it is, Lord, you take it, you use it for your glory. I don't have much, all I have is me. That's all I have in my, in my heart, my mind, and my soul. That's all I have in my body. And Lord, I give that to you. To use as you see fit. To use for your glory, not my glory. You know, I don't care if people don't remember me. I don't care if if next week you forget about the podcast, you forget about me. That doesn't bother me. But please, 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 please don't never forget about Jesus. I always follow him and I always trust in him and everything that goes on. Balak got, Balaam got in trouble several times because he'd done what he was not supposed to do but in the end he did he did follow the Lord and he did do as the Lord uh, told him to do and the Lord was pleased with that. And you know, that, that's all I ever want is I, I don't care what you all think about me but you know, I really want God to be proud of me. I want my I want my Savior to say to me the same things that He said to Job. And if you don't know what happened to Job, go to Job and read the book of Job, and find out just exactly how how much that the Lord, that God trusted Job and trusted in His salvation and trusted in His trust in Him. But I thank you all for listening, and I hope God blesses you in a great and a mighty way. And, and Until next time, thank you.